0: Kizzy's Friday Game Changers, taking your business to the next level.
1: Coming up on Kizzy's Friday Game Changers. I think the, the most important piece of advice I could give for that time, all right, was um, create your own opportunities. Don't wait. Go and create it. Make some mistakes. Walk along the, lo- the wrong roads and, um, and you know, it, it will it'll work out. But if you don't go and make those opportunities, don't go and make those mistakes. You're going to be in the same position as you are. Hi, my name is Aida Aydapatasin.
2: I'm a co-founder of Seaborg Technologies and proud to be a Friday Game Changer. Hi, my name's Adrian. I'm the CEO of Terran Group and On Point Holdings, which are based in Melbourne, Australia. I've been in business for around 30 years and the most important things I've learned are, you need to have a plan, you need to surround yourself with positive people, you need to believe in what you're doing, And most importantly, you need to maintain the motivation that will keep you powering through every day, especially when things get tough. I personally feel that motivation and empowerment is the key, and I think it's really important to share this with other entrepreneurs, because it's such an easy way to kickstart your day and turbo boost your ambitions. It was about a year and a half ago when I had an idea of how I could share this, and I built an app called Daily Fix Me. It's the tool that allows me to share a piece of motivation with everyone each morning. I really think that entrepreneurs need to see that piece of daily empowerment to keep them inspired and motivated to keep grinding. Inspiring quotes has definitely been my secret to being driven in business. My tips for budding entrepreneurs would be to set daily, weekly, and monthly goals, as well as short, medium, and long-term goals. And remember to reward yourself when you achieve them. And for me, tuning into a powerful quote has been such a simple and effective way to give me that extra get up and go. It's having the motivational edge above your competitors that's going to drive you forward.
3: Welcome to Kizzy's Friday Game Changers with your host, Kizzy Quatcha. A show for innovators and motivators, people just like you. Kizzy is the publisher of Business Game Changer magazine, editor of the Successful Woman in Business book series and the best-selling Every Entrepreneur's Guide series. Every week, Kizzy and his guests provide you with the tools you need to take your game-changing business to the next level. Listen, learn and innovate. Now meet your host, your mentor and your fellow game-changer, Kizzy Quatcha.
0: Thanks for joining us. Have you ever wanted to have lunch at the North Pole? or perhaps spend a few days with Maasai warriors in Tanzania. You have? Well, you're not alone. Tom Allwright wanted to do all these things and more. That's why he created Adventure Abroad, a game-changing travel company offering unique and memorable experiences with uncompromising levels of luxury and safety. Tom, it's good to have you with us.
1: Kizzy, fantastic to be here. I'm uh, really excited to be part of your uh, your program and I've been listening and you have some fantastic guests and it's It's great to think of me uh, to be amongst them.
0: I'm convinced that we're getting better and better with each guest. And I think with you on the show, Tom, I think with Pete, I don't know if we can get any better than
1: this. Oh, listen, you're very kind to me, Kizzy. But uh, listen, I'm sure there are going to be some greater people and I'm going to keep listening with intent to uh to make sure you keep that high standard up that you've you've held already.
0: Top man, thank you so much. But tell me, Tom, how does a former Tasmanian country boy turn professional footballer, suddenly become an adventure tour guide, disrupting the entire adventure travel industry?
1: How did this happen? Yeah, I guess it's actually quite difficult to explain, isn't it? Because a lot of people don't quite understand or get a grasp in in what um what I do, but I guess um, taking it all the way back, yes, you're right. I did grow up in a uh, small town in Tasmania, Australia. In fact, I, I think the last record show, only about 65 people live in the town that I um, grew up on. So we grew up on a farm there. I went to, um, to boarding school from year five and, and I was lucky enough that sport came quite naturally to me. So I got, um, got into the professional environment of playing Australian rules football I uh, played at the Geelong Cats, which forced me to uh, move and, and leave Tasmania at the age of eighteen, um, and that didn't quite work out for me. I I had knee reconstruction, so injury uh, forced me to give that away. And I guess Kizzy, um, to be really you know quite brief about it, I could talk talk for a long time about it. I had to really work out what I wanted to do really quickly. I, I'd done a university degree, commerce, law. But I knew that that wasn't for me. So I went into something that I was really passionate about, which was fitness. Um, I had a a gym for a little while. And then that kind of spitballed into people wanting to go and do these adventure travel-styled experiences. And and that's kind of where it's grown from. So I've gone out of that fitness industry now into the travel industry and and creating itineraries that... um, you know, that, that um, people get inspired by, and that's, that's the whole thing. You said it in the introduction, but the truth is Adventure broaders come through um, me wanting to inspire and motivate people to do things that inspire them so that, so that they can then take that into their lives and pass those on to, uh, to you know, their clients and their friends um, to, to, you know, do extraordinary things.
0: So walk me through the process, I'm just trying to get a feel for how you got this business of yours off the ground. Um, You've made this life-changing decision that your career as a professional footballer had to change. You've decided to enter the business of Adventure Tourism, but what did you do? What practical steps did you do to get this business off the ground? Did you launch a website? Did you open up an office somewhere? What did you do in practical terms?
1: Well, I think the first thing, Kizzy, is actually it was not my choice to stop playing football. it was um, obviously the club. So I was injured. I was no good to them. So they they tore up my contract. So um, I guess the first thing that I, I was really lucky with, um, being in that professional environment of elite sport, you are always surrounded by um, some really great networks. And and I guess once you start voicing your what you want to do, people generally want to help you. So, um, yeah, so when I moved into the the travel industry, it was about getting um, a business mentor, which I did by a person by the name of Dale Beaumont, who has helped really construct a really good business um, from our point of view, helped with um, contacts regarding a website, um, marketing and, and everything like that. Because as you know, all business owners know or, or people that have been involved, you, you can be really good at something but you may not necessarily be good at, at running a business. So that's, I guess where I've found um, mentors to be really good for me.
0: So Dale, God bless him, helped you get the business off the ground during those early years. But, but during those early years, what type of challenges did you encounter getting the business started? And how did you overcome them?
1: Well, I was a no one. So you, I was setting it up and, and no one had heard of me. I didn't have any credibility. Um, so really why are people going to want to go and put their well, I suppose lives in your hand is a good one, but um why are people gonna to want to trust you to take them on this experience of a lifetime? So that was really difficult to overcome. And the way I did that was by forming partnerships with um with like-minded brands. I was really strong that, you know, adventure travel had always been associated with having to rough it. Um so being cold, wet, uncomfortable. And we're always just told that's just part of the experience when you want to go to these unique and amazing places around the world. And, and our point of difference was by providing uncompromising levels of luxury. Um, so I needed to go and partner with brands that provide uncompromising levels of luxury. So where did that start? That started with brands like um, BMW, um, concierge companies, uh, you know, other high-end travel companies. So that was about us getting credibility by being referred through other um, partners. And that's kind of how we built our business over the last few years. We didn't spend a lot of money in, you know, Google ads and things like that because I felt that if we concentrated on building brand partnerships, strategic alliances with like-minded brands, um, I thought that that, that kind of would, would give us really good credibility as they pass on our details and it, and it has. It's, it's been a fantastic um, network for us to be involved with and something that I'm really proud to um, to associate with.
0: Of course, with the benefit of hindsight and looking back, it, uh, it looks like a genius move to focus on brand partnerships at that time. But I'm wondering, when you entered this market, what sort of reaction did you get from uh, companies already operating in the adventure travel sector? Because there are some pretty huge names out there. What do they think of you and your ideas?
1: You know, it's, it's been quite surprising. We've actually been in encouraged um we've had companies reaching out to us for us to operate their trips which i I see that as an encouragement of well you guys are here you're doing something a little bit different um and how about you know you've you've got a few runs on the board now so we can trust you with our clients and i think that's that's a really special thing and something that i'm really proud of but um I, i to be honest initially i'm i'm sure that people just um put a line through us uh and that's where I felt that we had to do things differently because, you know, the travel industry has been around for a long time and there are some massive companies out there and it's really hard to compete. You just, you know, if you're, we bootstrapped this business. We didn't have a budget to compete with, you know, the flight centers of the world and things like that. So that's why we had to be different. And, I've, you know, I mean this in the uh, in the best way. I've always thought about Adventure Abroad. as not being better, but being different. And that's why the whole... Um, luxury components. That's why it's so important for us because we make sure that we provide value in everything we do. And you know, if I've we're very tailored in the way we do things. But if I know a client or a guest of ours likes something, the question is never how much is it going to cost or what's it going to mean from a financial point of view. It the question I always go is what value is this going to add to their experience? And if it's a tick, we will always do it.
0: I like, I like the way you talk about the business because every time you talk about of, uh, Adventure Abroad, you always say we rather than I. I've noticed that. Um, um, who's the we and how did you get the we around you?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, it started off as, mate. Uh, we have a team and, you know, we've, um, I guess Adventure Abroad has grown. Um, it, it can't, the thing is, Kizzy, like, with a business, it, if it's just you, like, you're effectively just employing yourself for a job, um, I've been very adamant. I, I kind of have in my mind what I want my life to look like in in, in ten years' time. Um, so, I've been very strategic in, I guess, how I've gone about building our team. We have some fantastic guides um, that I trust my life with, and certainly, you know, trust other people's lives with as well. And we could not. Um, grow at the rate we have without that. So I think that's probably the most important part of what we do is making sure that we've got trustworthy, incredible people in each role. And our guides being at the the foremost of that, we we regularly have feedback um, sessions with them to say, how can we improve this itinerary? Because, you know, without their input, this just becomes a generic itinerary. We need to continue to change it and innovate so that we are always different. And And that's why I always refer to we because it's not me. Yes, I might have come up with the idea of Adventure Abroad and the, the, the luxury adventure travel, but to innovate and to continue to be different, we need to act as a team. And that's what we do now.
0: I totally get that idea. To innovate, we have to act as a team. I think that's something that we can all relate to, Tom. But hold that thought. We're just going to take a quick music break and come back to our conversation in a few minutes. This week's incredibly talented entrepreneur, this week's boss star, is Jess Charles, manager at Welsh PR firm Front Door Communications. Now, Jess, works with recognised public, private and third sector organisations, conveying messages to the masses, supporting sales figures and flagging up key individuals in the public eye. But in the evenings, that's when Jess takes on a whole new persona. She becomes a songwriter and singer extraordinaire. Here she is, Jess Childs, performing Give Me Light. What do you think of this? Lord, give me light.
3: light, in my soul. Make me feel whole Give me the strength To do the right thing Keep me trying
2: Hi, my name's Julian Leach. I'm co-founder and CEO at Parcel Point, And my Friday would not be complete without Kizzy's Friday Game Changers.
3: Shine in the living and bring all your love. Just be forgiving. Make the first stand and lead me to.
2: I'm Katie Farrell, transformation coach, founder of The Catalyst for Life, and I love listening to Kiz's Business Game Changer podcast. You,
3: you make it all.
2: shiny new sports car. When did you pick it up? Hi Louise. Yes, it's me. I picked up this beauty just last week. Do you remember that Decade's top 10 finance specialist I put myself up for a few months ago? Yes I do. Why? Well, I was nominating the final top 10. Really? Yes, I couldn't believe it either. But the amazing thing was, after I was nominated as one of the Decade's top 10 finance specialists, everything just seemed to happen. I landed a huge five-year consultancy contract, I was being interviewed on radio and TV, we moved to that new office complex on the harbour and, just a few weeks ago, I made enough money to put a down payment on this lovely sports convertible, in my favourite colour of course, red. Well done you! I was thinking, about that decade's top 10 finance specialist showcase, yes, well, I was thinking perhaps I'll enter myself this year. You never know. Have you got their contact details? Um, well, I think they're having there awards this year. But the thing is, I think the are full. Or oh, the deadline's passed. Anyway, I can't remember where i put their contact details. I'll have a look and send you a postcard from Hawaii. Did I mention they're going to Hawaii this year? Anyway, I'll be in touch. Love you.
1: You've already done so much. Don't be left out. Nominate yourself, a colleague or
3: a
0: client, for the decade's top 10 finance specialists 2019.
1: An award could just change your life. Email outlet.com or visit www.moneyandfinancemagazine.com An award could just change your life.
0: Welcome back. Before the break you're listening to Jess Charles, manager at Welsh PR firm Front Door Communications, performing Give Me Light. What a talented lady she is. I'm in the studio talking to Tom Allwright, founder of Adventure Abroad. Now Tom, I want to play a game this game is called past present and future the game doesn't involve any consoles it doesn't hurt and hopefully it will give us an insight into your business past your business present and your future and along the way our listeners will get an idea of some of the things that they have to bear in mind when they're planning their business future are you up for a game
1: Let's play a game. Let's go.
0: Fantastic. Now, this is how the game works. It's very simple. I'm going to ask you three questions about your business past, uh, your present and your business future. Now, you've got to imagine you can hear a clock ticking in the background. That's the sound of time passing by second after second. Right. So, uh, imagine yourself travelling back in time to meet the young Tom Allright. Your AFL career, playing for the Geelong Cats, has come to an abrupt halt because of a knee injury, and the future is looking uncertain, to say the least. What advice would you give the young Tom Allright? Bearing in mind everything you've learned in the intervening
1: years, I think that the most important piece of advice I could give to that Tom Allright was um, create your own opportunities. Don't wait. Go and create it. Make some mistakes. Walk along the, lo- the wrong roads, and um, and you know it, it will it'll work out. But if you don't go and make those opportunities, don't go and make those mistakes. You're going to be in the same position as you are.
0: That makes perfect sense. And just listening to you talk, I, I kind of get the feeling that you're one of these people that likes to learn, and you listen to advice, and you you kind of weigh things up really carefully before you do, you decide. Would that be right? Do you think?
1: Yeah, I think so, certainly to an extent. I love to learn through my own experiences. So I've made countless errors and countless mistakes, Kizzy, trust me. Um, so I feel like I've I've, uh, I've experienced um, quite a bit when I can go, go forward and make um, decisions. But in saying that, I will continue to make mistakes because, you know, the one thing that uh, I have learnt is... Um, You know, your closest success is the amount of frequencies that you can fail. So I've kind of changed that definition of fail into discover. And that's probably been a big mindset change for me is that I don't fail at things. I just discover other ways to do it.
0: we have so much in common you and I Um, I've always said to people that when I started this media business I was so far behind I thought I was first
1: that's how far back I was yeah yeah just keep moving forward don't you totally progression is better than perfection and I say that to our team the whole time when when they get stuck on something I said you were on it for too long let's get it out there and uh, let's move forward that does make
0: perfect sense well that's the past taken care of let's move to the present
1: What would you say has been your biggest success? What are you most proud of, Tom? The success that we've had through um, charity organisations. I love doing things with a purpose. Um, So for us, it's not so much about um, the commercial aspect. I mean, we all know we need to make money to survive. But the fact that we can give back um, with... You know different charity partnerships that we've um, we've aligned with is really rewarding, and watching that change um, change lives of people. My father um, had prostate cancer and um, to to go and align ourselves with Cancer Council of Australia to do events with them and raise money and give back um, that was pretty rewarding and things like that. You no, know, it's 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 a pretty special thing to be a part of.
0: I was wondering, is this idea of philanthropy something that's shared with the whole team, or is it just, uh, or is it a concept that uh, the senior managers have in mind?
1: No, it's it's shared amongst our team. You know, we um, we had a, a conversation um, with with one of my team members uh, only a couple of days ago, and about this event that we proposed with um, with a different charity organisation, and she started crying because she was reading the story and she stays back after work to just make sure that all the documents are done because there there is a purpose amongst it and it's not just me it is shared amongst our team is which is why i really enjoy um you know collaborating with different charity organizations to go and actually make a bit of a difference to the world
0: i like that idea be the difference or the change that you want to see a man after my own heart well that's the past and the present taken care of let's go 20 years into the future um tom if i wanted to look you up in 20 years time where will you be what will you be doing and of course will you still be taking my calls
1: oh listen it depends how much you pay me kizzy <laughs> no no i'll uh, certainly take yours listen Um, 20 years from now, I'd like to probably think that um, I'd still be involved in this industry. It's such, it's a changing industry and and I absolutely love it. I just cannot think of doing anything differently. I'm very passionate about it. I've got, you know, I I feel like my reasoning is to, to to give you an example, the the kick I get out of someone coming to me and saying that was the best experience I've ever had, which you know I'm lucky enough that they've got to do that, is the same feeling as like, when you're kind of going through that relationship phase, you're in that honey honeymoon period, it, it, that's the kind of same feeling that you get when you get that feedback. So it's a pretty special kind of thing. And the fact that, you know, we're able to do these things, like the long lunch at the North Pole you spoke about, we've got some other things coming up, which I can't quite say yet. Um, but, you know, we're able to put that on and people go, wow. How did you do that? And it, it takes me back to that, that quote that everything's impossible until someone does it. And I just, I, I don't know what, like there's so much stuff you can do. And I, I, you know, you see Richard Branson going to the moon and stuff. I just wonder if that's just going to be an everyday thing at some stage of, of life.
0: I was thinking that a few days ago when we first agreed that we're going to do this interview, I was, I was wondering, I wonder if Tom would consider the possibility of adventure holidays in space
1: or on the moon. I'm sure somebody's thinking along those lines. Someone will be, and it's possible. You just got to work out how to do it. And and I guess, Kizzy, um, just going back a little bit, you know, I'm sure many people have had this same concept and the same kind of will to to kind of want to go and achieve those things. But there are a lot of barriers, um, and all it is is just bashing down one barrier at a time and every time getting closer and closer and closer. and that's what I will say. It is like persistent. Sometimes you've just got to change um, the way other people are looking to, to allow you to do things. Because, I mean, we had to deal with um, with obviously a lot of different countries when we were hosting the long lunch of the, the, the poll. But you're looking at like, you know, Russians, you're looking at Norwegians, you're looking at all these different Scandinavian countries that are very different to to the way we operate here in australia so sometimes we have to change sometimes you've just got to change the way they're thinking about things
0: just listening to you talk tom and i can feel that positive energy that you're you're radiating and i'm wondering to myself what keeps this man going what motivates him when you have those days just like we all do when you wake up in the morning you think to yourself what the hell am i doing why am i doing this what keeps you going
1: um I, I think what motivates me is that whole inspiration side of thing. Um, you know, I just see so many of my, um, what I say friends, with acquaintances that aren't probably that happy in their lives and what they do. Um, so I do feel very lucky that I get to um, be super happy about what I do and love what I do. At the same time, I, you've got to take responsibility for that. So, you know for me, it was about taking the risk when I was younger um, and starting my own business rather than going down the path of you know following my university degree going into a an accounting role or a business role um that way um so i look at I look at some of my my friends and I just you know think they could be so much happier and that's That's one of the things is about providing that inspiration for people to go and find that.
0: I hear you. And I know a lot of our listeners are going to be uh, sitting there listening to this interview and nodding their heads and thinking that man makes... Perfect sense. Um, Tom, we could talk for hours and hours. I've been looking forward to speaking to you for such a long time. And I think at one point, I wasn't sure if it was ever gonna happen, but I'm really glad it did. I've got a list of questions a mile long. I know you haven't got that much more time anyway. So um, I'm gonna say, look, Tom, we've gotta stay in touch. I wanted to keep track of what you guys are doing over there. Cause I've got a feeling that it's people like you who align yourself to philanthropy, to creativity and inspiration. People like you do in fact change the world. Thank you so much for talking to me, Tom.
1: Thanks, Kizzy. It's been great.
0: What a great guy and an inspiration to many. Um, Tom's incredibly inspiring story reinforces my personal belief that finding opportunity is a matter of believing it's there. And like Tom, you have to believe in your own ideas. In fact, game changers like Tom will probably tell you that innovation only survives when people believe in their own ideas. Tom did, and I hope you do too. Listen, learn, and innovate. Playing us that is Roger Rosa, CEO of Cleveland-based marketing and public relations firm, the Eisen Agency, and Rogers performing Unknown Road. See you next week.:
4: That's How it is, Brother. Dirty love The stink on trouble is not Who I am Had some fun on a Saturday night Nothing Sunday school couldn't make a right I think I know what it takes To be a man I took a walk and found I'm on the sundown road no Chief Explorer at Cat Explorer, and I love listening to Kizzy's Friday Game Changers. I think you know where this road leads. The path to hell is paved with good deeds. It's too late just when they decide. Let's take a walk together down the unknown road.